You're listening to an A&R podcast. This is episode 14. And on today's podcast, we'll be talking about The Invincible episode 6 and 7, the new Mortal Kombat movie, and my early impressions with Xbox Series X. So let's get started. What's going on, everybody? We've got a great show for you today. Uh, as the intro mentioned, the topics that we have, uh, I can't wait to get into it. But before I get into the topics, I want to introduce my partner in crime. He is no Robin. He is Nightwing. It is my friend D. D, how you doing? I'm great. I appreciate you calling me Nightwing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew you'd love that. <laughs> and, uh, well, we don't have anybody else today. We're just the two of us. Uh, our two other colleagues are busy at the moment. But they'll join us in the future episodes. Uh, D, let's get into what we watched and what we got. Uh, how was your week in terms of those two things? Well, a show I totally forgot I was watching because the season ended, and it's not very really, it's not marketed very well. But it's called Final Space. It is a cartoon hmm. show, and basically it's on the Sci-Fi Network, I believe, and TBS. An average guy who is kind of a jerk, not not in a like malicious way. But he stumbles upon an alien that has the power to end the world. So they go on a grand adventure trying to discover what he was made for and uh, if he can stop the forces of evil. Yeah, check it out sometime if if you like sci-fi stuff, which you do, I know. Do you recommend recommend this for our our listeners as well to check it out? I do. The comedy is kind of dry, so give it a chance. Is it for everybody or is it for a specific age group? Uh, it, there's no swearing or anything, so I'd say PG-13. Okay, so you heard it, folks. Uh, go check out, what's it called again? Final Space. Final Space. Okay, can you find it on a streaming platform, or is it just strictly on Space Channel? Uh, I watch it on TBS, so I don't know if they have a streaming network. It might be on Netflix. I'll check it out after and see, but hopefully it's on a streaming network. Okay, maybe we can post it on our uh, social media, Instagram and Twitter. Cool, cool, definitely. Uh, I'll ch- I'll check that out myself too because it sounds interesting. What else we got? What I got, uh, our buddy Telford recommended a cloth cape for Spawn, so I ordered one of those online, and he randomly showed up today. So I'm pretty excited about that. His his plastic is that cape. is that for your uh, Kickstarter one? No, no, it's just the the McFarlane like EB Games one, the the twenty dollar oh, one. Okay. So I have no I have no problem ripping that apart and putting the cape on. <laughs> did you were you one of the ones that actually did the Kickstarter or no? I did and then I opted out, but my brother knew how much I wanted it. <laughs> so he he got it for me. You know how like stubborn <laughs> I can be sometimes where they made like a minor yeah. change. I'm like, okay, I'm out, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I was out the minute they introduced it. Yeah, I know you were just like <laughs> he opens his mouth to say a word and you're done. Yeah, he's like spawn. I'm like, okay, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, I had actually, actually had a spawn figure when I uh, when McFarland first was doing these. I had one, a really nice one where he had this huge cross as a statue, and he you could place him on the top of the cross. So I had a spawn figure, and I thought it was a really badass figure back then. But I mean, 
I look at it now, the figures haven't changed in terms of articulation. They're just the same from like 25 years ago, whatever, right? That's so the thing, like, right? They're like statues. It, it, and Yeah, and they're great. Like yeah. if, if you want a statue, they're fantastic. They're they're awesome, right? But yeah, I mean it's just like he's stuck in time in a loop. He just can't seem to get out of it. Yeah. Or All right, okay, what else? I don't want to like <laughs> badmouth him or anything. So just for any fans yeah. out there. Let's not like, let's not even let's not even get into it because I'll just start ranting. Yeah, like, like we like we like him as a businessman. He's fine. Don't yeah. guys <laughs> just clearing that up. <laughs> Yeah, let's just leave it there. <laughs> uh, okay, what else? Anything else? Didn't get anything else. I did. Oh, actually, I did. Uh, SH figure art. It's Vegito and Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta. Oh, look at you. Getting back into the uh, Dragon Ball wormhole. Is, this the, is that the newer Vegeta? Or Vegeto? Uh, yes, it is. it's the Super Saiyan Blue one. Entertainment Earth exclusive, I believe. Ooh, nice, nice, nice. I got it used. It I was have... off of I don't want to say his name for privacy reasons, but but yeah, Facebook yeah, Marketplace. Yeah. So got a good. Oh deal. yes, I, I remember. I remember you mentioned mentioning about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Um, anything else? Nope. I did make Invincible. I made a couple of those for people. Yes, one for the uh, office. So go to the Instagram listeners and check yes. it out. It is phenomenal. I can't wait to get my grubby hands on it. Uh, it's going to be so, so cool. I'll wear gloves, I promise. Uh, <laughs> yes, phenomenal work, as usual, by you. Thank you. Thank All you. right, okay. Your turn. Uh, for me, uh, what did I watch? Okay, well, I watched that new Netflix show, Shadow and Bones. Um, I watched about four episodes into it so far. I almost walked away from it. Oh, really? So almost walked away from it because there's i mean four episodes in there is some you know character development and things like that and the story's developing but there's this i i don't want to really talk too much about it because i don't want to do spoilers about it maybe we'll discuss it when the when i finish watching it. maybe you finish watching it yeah i'll give it we'll a try. discuss it yeah we'll discuss it but you know it, it took four episodes for me to finally get back on track because after first episode of the hype I almost walked away from it because it wasn't really my thing. But then episode four kind of kicked in and I'm like, okay, this is getting interesting. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm sort of in the halfway point and I'll finish off the rest probably in the next week or two if I get a chance. There was a lot going on this weekend. And uh, yeah, so I'll give my take on that. But so far, not bad. I definitely recommend right now to tough it through. If you can tough it through four episodes, definitely worth checking out on Netflix. Um, in terms of what else did I watch? Well, we did, we're going to discuss two of the things I'm going to watch that I watched. So we'll discuss that. I did also, I'm a huge wrestling fan as well. Um, and I did check out this new A&E documentary that they got going on. It's an eight part series. Last week it started. It was Stone Cold last week. This week it was Roddy Roddy Piper. And I, I got to tell you, it is so good. It's so well made. It's about an hour and a half or almost two hours long, I'd say. Uh, with commercials, probably about an hour and a half. But it is such a great uh, biography show. They've done a really good job with these two episodes. to the Almost to the point where with Roddy Roddy Piper's story, I almost like I almost cried. I was like, it's, this is such a great biography of the man. And, you know, you got to learn so much more about this person. And I love biographies like that because you get to learn 
the other side of that person, yeah. not the one that you're used to in the camera. It's the other side. And the other side blew me away because I did not know he was like this. He was such, you know, on the other side, he was such a great family man. Like he loved his kids, loved his wife, and they had nothing but great things to say about their dad or their husband. And that you never saw that because the character that he was portraying is the complete opposite of who he is. And that's amazing to see someone could turn it on and off with a light switch kind of thing. And that made that, you know, biography really, really cool. So I I definitely enjoyed it and I definitely recommend someone checking it. If you're a wrestling fan I mean, who wasn't back in the 80s and 90s? You had to dabble a little bit into wrestling. Like, even you know, though I'm not decades. a fan, I did dabble. Like, I did have the toys. I did have the ring. I did have yeah, the so, exactly. Like, so, <laughs> yeah. I definitely recommend someone, like, somebody to check that out. I, I really recommend people checking it out. They have uh, Ultimate Warrior coming up soon. Uh, they have, I think, Macho Man is the next one. So, next week, it'll be Macho Man. So, they got Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man. I believe Brett the Hitman Heart. I'm not sure, but... I know Macho Man for sure next week and Ultimate Warrior showed up in the, their poster. So definitely uh, recommend on A&E. It's on Sundays and you can just probably check out online what time the show plays in your region. But yeah, I watched that. Um, and what did I get? Well, it was a slow week for me. As far as I remember, what I got was um, I got the Dr. Fate figure from Mezco. Um, I'm starting to get a little bit of a Mezco itch and I don't like it. It's not good because it's really expensive and it puts a hurt in my wallet. But uh, I had to get a Dr. Fate figure because I don't have one in my collection. And he's such a odd and quirky character. He's like very weird out. Yeah, very interesting and weird and out there character. So I definitely uh, I'd love to um, get that open. We're going to actually do that on our YouTube channel to review him in the next coming day. So be on a lookout for that to see... Uh, what he looks like. I'm gonna unpackage him and give him. I'll give him my thoughts on what I think of that figure. So yeah, in terms of getting that, that's oh I got that. And then uh, one other thing I got was not a figure. I did get an Xbox Series X, which we'll discuss uh, on today's topic as well. My experiences for that. So finally got one. Um, apparently it was easy to get because I only had to wait like less than a week for it. So unlike that's the, the PlayStation funny thing, Five. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd be I thought I'd be waiting for months to get this thing, and it was just like less than a week, and then just five stores called me. They're like, "You want one? You want one?" I'm like, "Okay." I think they get a batch the in and then just sell out, and then the next week they get another batch in and just do that on repeat. Yeah. But apparently, it's not like that for the PlayStation Five. They they can't get anything. Yet. Yeah. So, all right, let's so let's get into our very first topic. It is Invincible episode six and seven. Uh, we didn't get to talk about Invincible uh, Episode 6 last week because one of our members weren't able to watch it. But seeing that they're not here and we're huge fans, I thought we'd get both of them done this week because the finale is coming up. So I'm excited for that. I know you are as well. So let, let's talk about Episode 6. Um, what do you think of it? Like, you know, you got to watch it. So what, what were your thoughts on Episode 6? I really liked it. It was kind of a filler episode, but it had just enough action. You know, that's crazy. That's exactly the same word I was going to say. Filler episode? <laughs> that's crazy. Yes. But it had, <laughs> I was it ready had to say like, that was my turn. <laughs> just a hint of action to keep me satisfied. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, the premise this time is they 
basically Mark is trying to be a better boyfriend and his best friend William is going to go check out a college out of town. So the three of them go to check it out. Adam Eve says she mm-hmm. needs to take a break from her superhero career, so she goes off and does her own thing. And I think this episode's really cool because you can see what her powers can actually do. Uh, when she's mm-hmm. first introduced, she seems like she's kind of like a Green Lantern. Like, she just makes energy blasts and hard air, like, cube constructs. But she can actually, like, manipulate matter and rearrange molecules. Like, she can... Cr- she's basically a living alchemist. So that's pretty interesting, in my opinion power set wise and we are introduced to this episode's villain who is a cliche evil genius his name is da sinclair but the thing they do with this show is they take a lot of tropes and a lot of cliche characters and stereotypes and they tell a compelling story with it so i didn't mind that at all i was expecting this because of the book but like do you do you like when you see character characters that are kind of cliched does it bother you i know the first episode you're probably like what is this this is a ripoff of no. the justice league come on now <laughs> no no i you know what I, this is really strange because traditionally i would be like oh come on this is such a ripoff of this and that character and i'm very especially when i see a marvel character that's trying to be a dc character and vice versa i i would definitely point that out but f- for whatever reason they get away with it with me like i just find it I guess it's maybe this is animated, right? So, I, I don't know. Like, I just find it fine. I'm like, hey, you, you want to rip them off? That's cool with me. Because they do enough to make the changes uh, for me to not be bothered by it. If they had the same background and, you know, you're trying to hint at that being a, a different version of that character, then I would have an issue with it. But, you know, with this episode, I, I was very... Um, I was very delighted how they approached it in terms of um, Mark's friend going and meeting um, his love interest in at the at the university, and I I find it really refreshing that they are willing to tell the story the way they want to tell it, and they don't care what anybody really thinks. So that was pretty cool, and you know the bad guy being um, weird as he is, it's interesting because he you know was someone that was kind of bullied i guess you want to say mm. would you agree i think yeah he's probably just so above everyone else they didn't understand him so they probably shot yeah. him for it which is typical because a lot of geniuses are in that situation right i guess but uh no and then you know the the, the sad part about the whole thing and by the way if anybody hasn't watched it and you should know by now we are spoiler galore here so if you haven't watched it, uh, we're, we're going to spoil it for you. So we're in the double digits now. Right now. So this is... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, come on. At this point, you should know. When we're going to go talk about an episode, we're going to tell it all. So, yeah, you are not going to get warned anymore, I guess, as much as we always try to warn you. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, was, uh, it was interesting because of the genius, evil genius kind of thing. It is definitely, in my mind, a filler episode because... It didn't have any connection to the overall overall storyline. It was sort of something in the middle that kind of filled it. I don't mind it. It wasn't that bad. I, I kind of like... I like the development that's happening between Mark and his girlfriend and where that's going. That's The, the fact they had that in the storyline kept me interested because I'm like, what's going on with these two? Are they, is it going to be like something like it's just going to end? Or is this something that's going to you know be having you know a roller coaster ride here? 
but uh, I know you've seen as you've read actually the entire series. I haven't read all of it yet, but I I haven't read you know enough to see what's happening in the next couple of episodes. I stopped maybe episode five in terms of my reading material. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean. You obviously agree with me. It was sort of a filler episode, right? Yeah, same with when I was reading the book. It's like, okay, well, this is this is happening, I guess. Yeah. But they do reference this episode and story later. Like things that happen here do come up later. So. Okay, interesting. Okay, that that that's uh, so then there's a point for this episode yeah. then, right? And it, and it kind of pays off later on. Okay, I can respect that. Yeah, definitely. If it, that's that's cool because. If you can pay off something that happened few, uh, you know, even a season ago, that's you know, I, I'll respect that and I appreciate that. Uh, that's awesome. That's cool that you mentioned that. That makes it more interesting for me to see how they're gonna pay that off. Um. Okay. So, what about the situation at home, though? Mark's mom and uh, Omni Man. Things are heating up there. This is where it's different from the book, and this is bothering some people. But it's not like the tone isn't different, like the same situations are happening, but because it's to show they either have to shorten things or make things longer to make it more compelling. And this is one of the things they made longer. So I'm not really spoiling anything for you reading it, but it is a very tense situation because she still doesn't understand what's going on. She knows bits and pieces of it, but she doesn't know why it happened. She doesn't know why her husband did that. And Nolan, yeah. Omni-Man, is kind of just gaslighting her and being like, you'd have to trust me, but not saying why. Like, it's very sketchy. And the viewers know he, like, he did it. So I don't know if it would have been better if they didn't reveal that. Like, what do you think? Yeah. Would, you, would you have preferred it was a surprise that he just killed them and then had red herrings throughout the season? And then it comes out later, like, close, like... It comes out like now that she discovers it was him. Would you prefer the surprise, or do you like do you like the way it's going now? Uh it's tough to say. Uh, I I do like how she discovers it. Um, to me, it's interesting because now she's like trying to see what her husband's all about. I I don't mind what the way it is going right now, but a surprise would be pretty killer too but they've done enough surprises for me yeah in this show anything can happen really <laughs> yeah this this show's done a lot in terms of last minute twists and turns so i i do like the way it is right now where she's discovering and learning and figuring things out and um you know going getting some clues here was it this episode or was it the next episode she takes the actual uh costume to the lab there i believe it was this episode right it's part of last episode like it's part of last episode and then the follow-up in this episode yeah so she takes the uh, the outfit to the lab to get it analyzed and well they find a lot of blood on it right yeah <laughs> and uh, they, they find that one of them is actually was it is it his or was it the older it's a it's a first blood well it showed his on it like it showed the blood that he would have caused was the oldest, which means he threw the first punch. Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. And then that kind of seals the deal, saying that he instigated this whole thing, right? So, yeah, definitely, that was pretty cool. I'm like, oh, now they're done, you know they figured it out because I was wondering, I was like, 
oh, you have blood on the uniform, but how do you determine who started the fight? But that was a very uh, genius way for them to let the audience know, okay, this is how they figure it out, right? So that was pretty cool. Because up until then, it would just it'd be just up, up in the air and he could just lie his way through. But this is actual evidence that he started this thing. So, yeah, we get episode six, sort of a filler slash, you know, backstory of some things are happening. Not backstory, but some things are happening in at the home with the the mom and Omni-Man. So that was pretty cool. What what do you think of episode seven? Episode seven was pretty intense. It was because it was like a game of cat and mouse. <laughs> where oh, man. It was crazy. So, because Debbie outed Nolan, he storms off. And then something like something's going on because she asked him, like, were you brainwashed? Like, did someone force you to do this? And he's like, no. So he admitted to doing this all of his own free will. And he's just getting fed up with everything. The time is now and he needs to find Mark because whatever his plan is, it involves Mark. So he's just furious (laughs) and he's just (laughs) trying to find his son. He doesn't know where his son went because after the issue with Amber, his girlfriend, Mark wanted to go find Eve. And it's just whole going around in circles around the planet. Um, I, I just want to I just want to interject for a second. Sorry. Um, yeah. There is a there is a, the part where you know you mentioned the girlfriend. I found it hilarious how he finally tells her who he is, and I was like expecting this big you know like oh my god I can't believe it was you I you know and then she's just like yeah I knew who you were I was just like what <laughs> like. It was a no big deal moment. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to be a big deal moment, right? So I'm like, oh, she's going to you know forgive him for all these disappearing acts. But she's like, no, no, I know who you are. And I'm just like, what? And I'm just like, Mark, you need to get out of there, bro. This, <laughs> this, girl, ain't, this girl ain't respecting you. This girl ain't don't care what you do. You, you need to walk away. Like, I had enough with her now. She needs just to go away. I, I'm done with her. I, I never want to see her again with Mark. Mark deserves so much better. In my opinion, so <laughs> it just uh, I was like, wow. And then the 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 friend who you know had his love interest die in the previous episode seems to be like all over it. It's like he's done. He's like, yeah, it happened. What can you do? <laughs> Move on. And I was just like, wow, a lot of empathy there, a lot of uh, <laughs> feelings. <laughs> no, no feelings whatsoever. Like, who's the robot at the end? Was it the the love interest or him? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, pretty pretty uh, interesting. What about um, the? Uh, I can't remember the character from the the little group they have with the robot, where he's trying to make his own self a copy. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, well, his they called him robot, but his name is actually Rudy. Now that we know, there's character development with him. And yeah. what basically so- happened is he. Broke these two villains out of jail whose specialty were clone like cloning each other. Like they just clone each other yeah. over and over again, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> the Mahler twins. Yeah, and they hate each other. They're like, no, I'm number one, you're number one. <laughs> and he blackmails them, not like he, he bribes them to make him a new human body because he's deformed and stuck in this tube and he can't breathe air because it burns his lungs. So he, he's trying to perfect a new body for him. To transfer his mind into and i absolutely love that i mean this is this is a common comic book thing as well but it's it's cool i liked it i like the whole process that, i like that that this... thing came out of left field for yeah. me. oh you didn't expect it 
I did not expect it. Do you think he's actually a robot? Yeah, of course. He looks like the part, right? So I'm just like, that came out of left field for him. Like, what is this? What's going on here? It's, it seems like this two villains kind of wrapped up in the storyline, right? For me. Yeah. He's, he's a very uh, interesting character that, you know, it's like something you got to keep an eye on, you know, just like, Hey, you got to keep a little bit of an eye on this character because something's brewing here. And then, you it's know, interesting, like, yeah, like that you're saying this, it, but it's also like they sprinkle. I'm not saying you have to, cause he's on the good guy team, but yeah, he broke two villains out of jail. He stole a blood sample from his teammate and cloned his body without asking. And he didn't think yeah, anything he, was wrong with that. <laughs> no, like he has no like uh, boundaries to whatever he wants to accomplish. Seems like yeah, there's no protocol built into him. There's no uh, good guy mentality or thinking behind him. It's just like I'm gonna do whatever I want to get what I need to get to develop myself into a more complex body, right? And it's very interesting because that's the, the, that's sort of like the breaking or starting point of an evil genius you know, type of character. And I've got my eye on that character and I, I'm watching, I'm watching and listening and I'm, I'm hoping it develops more. I know you've already read the book, so you know what the outcomes are, but is it interesting to hear me talk about this? Like, do you find it? Oh you yeah. Know, like, m- you most know... definitely. Okay. All right. Okay. I like hearing cool. you say these things. Yeah. Cause I don't want to read the book. Like I had a friend of mine um, who over the weekend said he's going to read all of it. Cause he just can't wait. And I said, no, I'm not going to read anymore because I'd like to be surprised. Yeah. So I'll, I'll definitely wait till this plays out and see what my theories are. But I'm, I'm, I'll keep my eye on, on him on the side. But back to Omni-Man here. Now, he's furious. He's upset. He's looking for his son. You know, he, he's just, like, pissed. And they had this argument at home, him and his wife. And he just sort of bolts through the house. I don't understand this. Like, why do you need to go through the roof? <laughs> it's your we own saw him house. Close the door at super speed in a previous episode. You don't need to just All destroy your own house. <laughs> well, he remember before that he banged the wall and he destroyed the wall pretty much. Yeah. Like he just keeps damaging his own house. I don't understand why. It's not even like you know this is the place you live and your family live. Why do you want? Why is there a need to go through the ceiling? You know, and destroy your home. Now you gotta go and figure that out before it rains. It's just so comical to see that. Like <laughs> the rage in him just doesn't care what happens. So yeah, it's interesting because she is just like, no, I'm done with you, kind of thing. They were our friends. You screwed everybody over. You killed them. How can I trust you and all that? And he's trying to get her to trust her, and she's like, no. How can I? These are good people, and. Uh, you know, I I like that part because she didn't give in. She didn't like, oh, okay, I'll take your hand. I'll trust you because you're Omni-Man. She's like, no, 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 no. I don't care who you are. You killed good people. And you killed them with no reason. And you're not even giving any information on it. You have no remorse for any of this stuff. You just won't give me anything. And I like that, that the fact that she backed away said, no, I'm not going to be part of your whatever you're doing. And... I thought that was really cool to have that in there because traditionally you see a lot of people saying, okay, I'll trust you. And then, you know, they get screwed over because they went and trusted this person. So the ba- the fact that she kind of stood her ground and she has no powers, like he can do whatever he wants to her. He has no powers. But the fact that she stood her ground, I, you know, I applaud that. I, th- I think that's pretty clever and interesting writing. 
what what did you think of that i like that whole scene she's done it with mark too where she's like oh you think you're a big man because i can't make you do what i want you to do like like she's she stands up to them when she needs to and yeah. it shows also a lot about nolan aka omni-man like he could just pick her up and take her wherever he wants but he still respects her enough to leave so despite whatever his goal is he didn't hurt her physically emotionally clearly he just wrecked her entire world but <laughs> like i also i also think that she he's not going to do anything to her because then that would make him the villain and he would never get mark on his side hmm. now that's my thinking is that he does not want to do anything to her lay a finger on her because if she gets killed and he finds out mark finds out that his dad did it He's never going to get Mark to come on his side and do whatever he's planning on doing, which I'm very, you know, skeptical. I'm, I'm watching it with that one with full in- interest there. That's something that's brewing there where he wants his son to be part of it. I what think you, I know what it is. What do you think and it I don't is? Want... As someone who hasn't read it, like, I like hearing your thoughts. So I'm, I'm going to ask you, what do you um, think his goal? I think that, here's what I think. I think he is not who he is. He's not here to help mankind. He's not here to help everybody on earth i think he's more of sort of like i'm the ruler i'm the god here and everybody has to pay attention to me and i'm going to systematically break down every everything including the government so that i'm the one true ruler of earth and he wants a son because his son is the next strongest villain i mean not villain sorry next strongest um person on earth that could probably stand up to him but if he can get his son on his side then he has no whatsoever obstacles into just totally r- ruling on Earth. That's what I think. It's I know it's a little far-fetched, but that's what I think, and that's why he doesn't want to kill her, because how can he get Mark on his side if he's killed Mark's mom, right? So, But, I mean, we'll, crazy things have happened. I don't know. Maybe he will kill her and blame it on Saul or whatever, right? So, But speaking of the, uh, the government, they jump in there and then oh, yeah, take Cecil. her out. Sorry, Cecil, not Saul. I don't know why I said Saul. He, uh, he, Cecil, he looks like yeah, he Saul. could be named a Saul. He, he looks like someone named Saul, to be honest. <laughs> anyway, so Cecil, I like that character, by the way. Really cool character. Uh, it's a very interesting character. So, takes her to the uh, the government agency, and it's so comical that all the approaches they take to try to slow him down, because now Omni-Man's looking for Mark, right? And they want to get to Mark first. Did you find it comical, like all the things they tried to do to get to slow down? I did. Uh, the opening scene was brutal originally, where they send a bunch of invisible people to spy on him, and then oh, he finds man. out they're living across the street the whole time. He slaughters them. Uh, Cecil has this like teleporting watch, and he's trying to have a conversation with Omni Man without being punched in the face, basically, because one hit and you're dead. So he's teleporting around the battlefield, talking to him trying to find out what he's doing. I love that scene. That was crazy. And then the, whatever, the four, something $4 billion. Or oh, yeah, billion they had a, like, a satellite with a laser. Yeah, I, I don't know. Some outrageous amount. Yeah, outrageous amount. And it did nothing. It just gave him a nosebleed, right? They said all that for just for a nosebleed. That was pretty... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the most expensive nosebleed on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They did the same thing with the house when they blew it up. And he's like, all right, this might slow him down for a few minutes. Or not at all, apparently. <laughs> And then what about that fight scene with... Was it Immortal? Oh, he's cool. Oh, my God. I was surprised that how strong was. he is. Because in the comic, you don't really get to see that. Man. 
It was crazy. That that uppercut into the gut. Ooh. <laughs> that was a good fight. That was a that was something that would have should have been in Mortal Kombat, and we'll get into that later. Um, that was crazy. That was fatality there. That move. That was insane. Uh, how this guy he basically lasted like five minutes after being resurrected. Yeah. <laughs> and dies again. <laughs> I mean, the crazy thing is like he doesn't even go and tell the government what happened because then they would have full on had evidence of what this guy did. So now he's dead again. So there's no more, you know, person as a witness to tell uh, the government what this guy did. That's I loved how crazy, angry like... he was, though. Just like how he just, oh. <laughs> like his rage just it. took over. I like, I love that. He lost. He got some good chops in there. Like yeah. he, he, he made Omni Man, uh, you know, feel some pain. He stunned him a little bit. Yeah, definitely, definitely got him a couple of times. And then we get this huge. What is this? It's like uh, a kaiju. Kraken, kaiju, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Of a monster, and then that monster basically is just trying to devour the two of them. So it's like and a four-way fight. The yeah. kaiju, immortal, invincible shows up, doesn't know what's going on. He just sees his dad being yeah. attacked. So that's what had me on the edge of my seat. Like, even though I read this, the show is doing different things. So I love that. And I'm like, okay, yeah. is Mark going to, like, what's going to happen here? Like, this, this, this chase didn't really happen in the comics. Like, this... You didn't get to see Omni-Man flying around the planet trying to find him. And you, you see snippets of it on paper, but these are this lasts like maybe a page and a half. So I, I loved it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Definitely a um, crazy battle scene there. And then Mark's just confused. He doesn't know what's going on. He's just like, what is happening here? Like, why are we fighting with this thing? And I thought you beat this thing. And then he mentions Cecil. And then he's like, what? what? Why would Cecil release this? Right? And then... He's like, I need, I need to tell you something, and and then that part where uh, the immortal actually pinches his eyes. Oh God! <laughs> <gouges> yeah. his... <laughs> you know what he looked like? He looked like somebody who just smoked a joint and started <laughs> coming to Mark talking. Just to is him. all of, like bloodshot. <laughs> yeah, it's like that was some good stuff, Mark. Let me tell you something. I might Mark. go watch that fight scene after this, <laughs> after we're done recording. Oh yeah, I got you interested in watching yeah. that again, huh? <laughs> all right. Okay. So episode seven ends with. Uh, the two of them just kind of looking at each other. And he's like, Mark, I got to tell you something. And then um, what we also didn't talk about Robot having his body, the kid body of that. Uh, oh, Rex that... Blood. Oh, man, I love that character, too. So funny. He's just basically um, Gambit. If Gambit was a super jerk. <laughs> and uh, he's voiced by Jason <laughs> Ranzuki. So that's twice as yeah. good. Yeah, he's, he's an awesome uh, actor. But, uh, yeah, he's got his own body. So there's two things happening at the same time here, which is pretty cool. All right, okay, anything else you want to add on Episode 7? I don't know. There's so much. So I think we're good here because we, <laughs> there's just so much happening in that episode. We'll do a full recap. We'll do a full recap once Episode 8 yeah, ends. Yeah. I think it's fair that we do a full recap of the whole overall story and see where things are going to go. And they're going to do Episode... Uh, sorry, Season 2 for sure, no matter what. They have to. It just... Oh yeah, it's just it's pop. It's huge. It blew up everywhere, right? Everybody. If they're it. ending the next episode like I think they will, they have to. Otherwise, people will riot. Yeah. No. 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 I. I kind of. I, I kind of feel that I know what you're talking about. Uh. With and I'll. I'll wait till episode eight happens to see if I'm correct or not. I'll let you know if I was wrong. But I have yeah. a feeling what's gonna. I know what's gonna happen. Did you read and, up to that uh, part yet? Because I know you said you no, read a bit no, no. and then stopped. I stopped. I okay. stopped. So I, I'm going in blind now. 
So I pretty much stopped her on episode five. So I'm going in blind. Do you want to share a guess? I like your guesses. This isn't a spoiler, um, people, because he's technically <laughs> guessing. Yeah. Okay. If I want to guess, what's going to happen is on a cliffhanger is going to be him and Mark just going at it. Mark's going to find out the truth and they're going to go toe to toe and Mark's going to get just destroyed because he doesn't have the experience. That's all I'm going to say. You should not say anything. I'm not Don't even anything. smirk. Don't say anything, and we'll come back on a, a next week's episode and see what happened. Okay. All right. So we'll move on to our next topic, which is the Mortal Kombat movie that just got uh, released on Friday, I believe it was. Um, was it March? No, sorry. Why am I saying March? Wow. Um, April 24th, I want to say, or 23rd. It just got dropped on HBO Max, and in Canada, it got dropped uh, on Crave streaming services, and you can uh, basically purchase it or rent it. It's also available on Amazon.ca as well. I don't know if dot, dot com, but you can rent it on there as well if you want to stream it. So you got to watch it. I got to watch it. What do you think? What did you think of the um, the? We'll try to break it down. We'll talk about the first half, and then we'll talk about the second half. Okay. What do you think of the first half of the movie? So I'm going to say right off the bat, I have not, well, I have played every single game, but I don't, like, I haven't studied the lore. Like, this game has been rebooted, retold, have been spinoffs and retelling so many times. The yeah. story isn't the same as what it was. So I know some things are different, and I might be the ideal demographic because I'm not so attached that when they change things, I'll be furious. But I know just enough that I know who's who and what the main goal is. Is that fair? Is that the same knowledge you yeah, have? Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I have less knowledge than you because I, I stopped playing the game a long time ago because I just lost interest in it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not a huge Mortal Kombat uh, gamer. Uh, I do know a lot of the characters and, and their little backstories. and But I, I just you know recently started getting into knowing more and doing research, obviously, and I found out there's way more than I thought there was behind all these characters. And then <laughs> you got gods and elder gods. It's just it's like Man. endless. It's like, wow, it's so One, one character turns into like three different characters. Like, okay. Yeah, it, it, it's so deep, right? And then you got the story between Sub-Zero and Scorpion and their lineage and all that stuff. It's crazy. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot to take in. Uh, so... You know, speaking of Sub Zero and Scorpion, you get the first, I think, seven or eight minutes of the of the show. Mm -hmm. The movie begins with these two characters, right? And rightfully so, because I think, and you, I don't know if you would agree with me or not, this, but these are two of the most popular characters from the Mortal Kombat series. They're the most two most compelling, I would think, right? I agree, one hundred percent. Like they are the face of the game. Yeah, I mean, I remember when when they first that game came and I saw Sub Zero and I saw Scorpion. I'm like, ninjas doing crazy things. Yeah, sign me up. I'm in, right? So, it was nice to see them because, you know, I'm old enough to remember the first Mortal Kombat movie that came out way back. Um, the soundtrack was great, by the way, very techno at that time, but they didn't give the two characters their the respect they deserved. They used them as pawns, and I was not happy with that. Uh, that really left a sour taste in my mouth about that movie. Other than that, I didn't mind the movie. But the two of them not being themselves and not hating each other, that was bad. 
So I'm happy to say you know, the first opening act that that historic hatred for each other was front and center. So I was I'm like, okay, we're off to a good start here because this is what I want. This is what I want to see, that history there, why they hate each other, all that stuff. So it's all started coming in the beginning and I was I was like, Okay, this is good, this is good. Uh and then, you know, after that ends you get modern day, you know, situations happening. What did you think of that after after that history with the two of them ended and then it started off Mortal Kombat's modern day? What what do you think? Well, I love the fight, like you said. And then when it cuts to Earth Realm, it goes to I don't know, Cole in his cage match. And I was like, okay, I already don't like you. And that's not fair of me to say. Wow, that's so mean of you not to like this guy. <laughs> Give him a chance. <laughs> I liked his daughter more than him, but he's basically like a washed up fighter who's doing cage matches for $200 a fight. And he's the underdog. Hey, hey, you gotta supposed eat. to root for him. But... You gotta eat. I, 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 I had no issues with him. Like, I don't know. Like, Obviously, he's not part of the overall story. And I, I get what people say. Like, people are like, this guy's not part of the storyline. Why is he in there? Oh, yeah. No, I was fine with any, a new guy. It doesn't always have to be Johnny Cage as the outsider. And I know that's what a yeah. lot of people are probably thinking. Yeah. But there was something about him where, like, I just didn't get him. Like, I didn't gravitate to him. I'm not you calling out you know... his acting or anything. Like, he's... <laughs> perfectly fine he was all right he wasn't a bad actor but he was actually to be um the fun fact here he's actually was supposed to be starring in the shang chi movie he lost out to that role the last oh that was supposed to be him yeah he actually the reason why they chose the other person over him is because they wanted more of a comedic face i don't know why you'd want a comedic face to a ninja or kung fu movie but they wanted a little bit of a comedic looking face and because of the other actor playing on a comedic tv show before uh prior to the movie they decide to go with him instead of this guy oh interesting. so he would have actually been shang chi and then it would have had somebody else become cole instead of him but hey you know i, I think it worked out for both people i i, I think this guy he, even though he's not that great of an actor i i think he's gonna be fine in the in the show and i think they've booked for four movies or five movies in oh, the good. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, so I, I think he'll be all right. A- anyway, so where where do we where do we leave off? So we have Cole doing the little cage mask thing. So he's winning, coach. he's winning, he's winning, and then he loses because they have to establish that he sucks and that he's a washed up fighter, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why. Why, right? Like he could be a winner. Like yeah, not? it would it wouldn't have made any difference if he won that I, fight. I would have I would have appreciated him winning and then just getting destroyed by one of the Mortal Kombat person yeah. right off the bat. Like, he doesn't that have to suck fun. on Earth Realm. He can still yeah. be out of his element during the tournament. Yeah. So, yeah, just found interesting how they just made him a loser right off the bat. Yeah, that's so. okay. I guess we're supposed to root for the underdog. But Jack shows up <laughs> because he knows he's special. So Jack is spectating the fight, watches him lose. And the interesting thing Jax points out is he has this birthmark, and it's the dragon emblem of the game. Like, it's just the Mortal Kombat logo. And it turns out I, I gotta, anyone... Oh, so go ahead. I gotta tell you, I, I gotta tell you that that is the weirdest thing. This emblem, this is such a weird thing. I don't, don't know. like, like that at I, all? 
I, it's just so weird. It's just like, oh, you got the same tattoos I do? Okay, cool. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's such a weird thing. I never, like, is this part of the game? Like, you know, Bass. Is this part of the game? No, it's not. And I'm going to get into these rules because these rules don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Please do because I just thought it was so comical. All right, go ahead. So, like, we discovered Cole has this emblem, and it turns yeah. out anyone with that is supposed to fight in this tournament, Mortal Kombat. And mm. yes, it's a, I think, I think there's 10 matches, and Outer World has won nine of them. When they win 10, they can decide what they want to do with Earthrealm, our world. And Shang Tsung basically wants to take over the planet. So in order to do that, he has to win this tournament. The thing is, he's sending Sub-Zero and his goons to kill everyone before the tournament happens, so they forfeit. That yeah, doesn't seem fair. Fighters. That doesn't... Like, it, and, because, and because he's saying that the Elder Gods don't care, they're too lazy to even Yeah, so it's just this. like, okay, what is the point of this? Why, why, why are they hosting this tournament that they don't care about? They don't care about it enough to just ignore the whole thing, except the final decision that decides the fate of a world yeah i know it's it's really strange uh when he when he's like i'm here to destroy all you guys before the tournament so i'm like wait wait aren't there rules to this thing like yeah, apparently not they're supposed to there's supposed to be guidelines to this thing like that's why you're having a tournament and that's why you've counted nine i mean like why why even go into the the point of going killing these guys why not just go take over now yeah he clearly because, uh, he, he showed up on earth or Earth realm, yeah. so just go start taking over. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't even solved. understand why. You, yeah, just just go ahead and start. You know, getting Sub Zero to go destroying governments and stuff, like you know, and, and getting all the goons to go out there. I, I don't understand it, it. That whole thing didn't make sense. I really thought that what they should have done was, anytime he would try to intervene, Raiden would come in and stop him, or one of the elder gods would prevent him from doing it right yeah. i think that would have been better to have him being restricted where he can't even leave the realm where he's at and not be able to do anything and the fact that he's sending these guys in to go and hunt you know hunt these guys i don't know i just find it weird yeah it's weird there's you, real yeah, weird it, boundaries yeah uh what about the part where jacks and Sub-Zero meet in the warehouse. I mean, that was a pretty time. cool fight. Um, unfortunately for Jax, we know where this leads. And yeah. his arms get ripped off. Oh, poor Jax. <laughs> <laughs> but in, then... In the games, in the games, do they show... Do they explain how his arms are ripped off? Or no? So sometimes... It's body modification. Other times, he still has his normal arms underneath, and these are just, like, upgrades. Uh, lately, like, in the Scorpion animated series and other comic and storytelling, his arms actually get ripped off. It's just sometimes Goro does it. Sometimes... Well, what, did you, what did you prefer? Hmm. I don't mind. I don't mind these robot arms. I mean, I kind of feel bad for him, but this is Mortal Kombat, baby. No, I mean, like... I mean, I mean, what I mean is that what do you prefer how he got these arms? Like, do you prefer the ripped off? Yeah, no, that's or... what I mean. Like, I, I, I feel bad that they get ripped off, but it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I, I don't mind it. Makes, let's, let's go all out. It makes it, 
This is Mortal Kombat, yeah. right? It kind of makes it more compelling, right? Yeah. It gives them some sort of a some reason to have these arms. So yeah, I, I didn't mind that at all. The way it went down and everything, I, I didn't mind that at all. I just found it really interesting how fast Sub Zero was able to freeze an entire warehouse. Yeah, and not only that, but get there before them. Yeah, and then he's walking up these stairs, but you don't hear any crickle of any ice. It's like super silent. I'm like, if this is all ice, you're gonna hear him a mile away coming down the hallway. Not Sub Zero. Like this... <laughs> no, not Sub Zero. I meant Jack. Oh, like Jack! Yeah, how he's walking. Like he's a huge man. A, you know, obviously not a stealthy man. For him to go up the stairs with these guns and not make a single peep in an ice-filled warehouse, found that really real weird. I know I'm nitpicking here, and you know people are like, oh come on, you know just you know have fun with it. I get it. I, I I'm just saying it's just funny. How they don't think of these little things, right? So, but yeah, it was cool how he stops the bullet and then just freezes him, takes his arms off, and he just throws him down the stairway or whatever the, the next floor. I'm surprised he survived that fall because he should have died. Yeah, same. If his, fa- if his face hits the cement, like, he should be dead. There's no way someone should be able to survive that. So, and then, you know, we obviously fast forward and, uh, see uh what's it cole and his family sort of run or drive off and find sonia blade yeah Jax tells Sonya's... him to go to was it indiana yeah. i think some some random yeah blade. and then find sonia blade and then you know sonia's got our friend kano get a kano sitting there on the chair sonia's telling him that you know she's been doing some research there's a tournament coming called mortal kombat how did she get all this information? I like, don't know. She got pictures. She got pictures from caves. Like, what caves? What is? How did she get all this? It's interesting so, that the movie has them already 100% knowledgeable about Mortal Kombat. Where normally, yeah. for the first, the first telling of the story, it's usually all of these people have no idea what's going on. And they're just fighting for their lives. Honestly, like, I would have preferred them not to know anything and Raiden would fill them in on it. Yeah. That's what I would have preferred. The fact that he knew all this stuff is just like, oh, okay, this is kind of boring. So this is like, you know, this is for me, that's where the movie is sort of under, you know, whelming for me because I was just like, okay, this movie is not, you know, there's not a lot of intelligence behind it. They're not really looking at the games and they're not really looking at how we can make this compelling and interesting for the characters to be amped up. And I think if you already know that there's a tournament coming up, there's not this level of like, oh, you know, snap, we got to get our shit together kind of thing. And I, I would have appreciated that too, because I think it would make the team bond better, knowing that, the you know, the five of us or whoever, how many of there is in front of each other, that this is all we have here to protect Earth Realm, right? So this tournament is going to mean, it has to mean so much to us. But yeah, having that knowledge, they're already around, know, hey? Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of that. Yeah, and I just kind of didn't like that. And then you got, you know, you got Kano there, and then you know, I thought he was a great. I loved him. Um, yeah, he was great in the in the movie. I think he made that movie funny. He made that movie interesting. He said a lot of great lines. Do you know so where else you seen I, that guy? You saw him recently. I'll be surprised if you could tell. My girlfriend had to tell I, me, and I was like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> was he in? Falcon and Winter Soldier? No, he was the uh, pharmacist in Superstore. 
Oh my god, that's crazy! <laughs> I was like, that "Are you serious?" Crazy. I was like, "Wow, this guy's a good actor." Like that's a completely yeah, that, different character. That is the opposite end of the spectrum acting right there. Yeah, <laughs> that is nowhere close to who he was in that show. <laughs> that is crazy. And then the accent—he got it down. He got that accent down pat. Yeah, I think my Australian family members would be uh, given two thumbs up, mate. Either he's one. already Australian and that's his natural accent, which makes his superstar performance even more incredible, or it's the other <laughs> way around. Either way, he's doing a fantastic job. Yeah, yeah either way. That's crazy. That's uh, good on your uh, girlfriend for pointing that out. That's insane. Yeah. That's, that's, that's crazy. I would never saw that coming. <laughs> okay, so we get Kano, and then, and then we get our friend... Um, lizard or sorry reptile They're no you're awesome. right he looks like the lizard from spider <laughs> <laughs> i purposely did that <laughs> uh yeah at all it's just what is going on there why was their choice to do that did you what do you think of that they had so many like versions of reptile like originally like, like sure he like, looked like this scorpion one looked like a cross zero. this one, this one looked like a lizard crossed yeah. a hyena like i know like <laughs> over the years they started making him look less and less like a ninja, but he still had like a humanoid shape. In this, he was just like a drooling beast who was supposed yeah. to be this like deadly assassin who was sent out to get him. But I don't know. It, it's, it was a waste in my opinion. Yeah, it's just a waste. And the question I want to know is how do they know where they are? How do they know exactly where to go to They're find very Sonya Blade? Like, especially Cole, when he goes and finds Sonya. He's like, you did that pretty fast, and I don't know how you did that. <laughs> I guess this movie, you know, you have to kind of cram these things. There's in. a lot of globe so, trotting in here, and they all just find each other. Yeah, it's... it's uh, Google Google Maps work really well. <laughs> um, so, okay, so, yeah, you get that, you know, the big fight scene, and then they go and kill him. Uh, rest in peace, Reptile. And then you have Kano getting tricked by her, which I just found so corny. I'll give you $2 million to find. And, and he doesn't even ask for half of it in advance. He just takes our word for that she's got $2 million. He's supposed to be this I, I like, hotshot mercenary. That's like the oldest trick in the book. Yeah. Ugh. And he's just like, yeah, okay, I was going to go there anyways, but I'll, I'll take it. I'll, I'll do $3 million. And she's like, yeah, okay, I'll give you $3 million. It's just like, what? What is going on here? Like, did they did they fall asleep at the writing table that period? Like, what happened? So I just found that really weird, how they are going to all go together because he's hoping to get $3 million from her, and she apparently doesn't show even a dime. So anyways, um, they go off to this far distant land. looks like Australia to me. Um, they go there, and they're searching for the temple and how does Jax know about this temple like I don't understand like do you know what I mean there's a lot of things that I don't know he knows. I think I, I'm I think Raiden <laughs> went and picked him up even though he said he's not interfering at all even though Outer World keeps interfering 199 percent uh, of the time I think we're so, not really making a good case for people who are listening about this movie <laughs> it's it's a fun uh, time to be had yeah, it, it's it's action. If you want to turn off the brain and go watch some action, then this is the movie for you. And we'll kind of we'll kind of fast forward here because we're spending way too much time yeah. on this thing. We'll get but, to the uh, we'll get to the tournament part. You want to skip ahead to that? 
yeah, let's let's just skip right to the part where they, they meet Luke Kang, so that was cool. They, they meet him. Um, so they get into the temple, they meet Raiden, and they meet... Um, Kung Lao. Uh, Luke, Kung Lao. I thought that he's a great actor. Yeah, I he's cool. I thought he did a good job. Yeah, he, he was fantastic. Too bad what happens. And, eh, you know, he... Uh, fatality for him. But, yeah, we get into the big battle scenes, whatever. They, they bring um, Cabal there. They bring, you know, all the guys to that small little rinky-dink tournament place there. Like it's basically, who is it, Shang Tsung, Sub-Zero, Melina, Rico, Natara, Garo, and Cabal. Yeah. And before that, they, oh, they had to learn how to unlock their superpowers, basically. What do they call it? Arcanas, Arcanas. Arcana, yeah. Arcana, yeah. Arcana. I was just like, okay, cool. They're unlocking their Arcanas. And, you know, whatever. They want to make it a thing that's fine with me like kano gets it because he's angry and his laser just shoots out of his eye which i thought was hilarious I... like his scene was funny he's like i got a laser <laughs> and, you, know... eye. you got fireballs <laughs> your sucks <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man he was such a good uh, such a good uh, uh character in there i don't know why they got rid of him what do you think Maybe about jax's jax's is just better arms because they gave him prosthetic arms but they're like wienery they're metal, yeah, but they look like, like skeleton like, arms. He looked like T-Rex, you know, with the little gimpy hands? Yeah. <laughs> That's what he looked like. And then he unlocks his superpower, and it's just the buff version of metal arms. So I'm like, well, so your power did... was... He was like, it was like Iron Mind getting an upgrade suit. That's what it was. So yeah. He and I'm like, that doesn't upgrade. seem very mystical. That's just, you got better prosthetic arms. What happens if you didn't lose your arms? Would you have no power? Like, this doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. <laughs> well, see, we're really nitpicking now. <laughs> no, I don't care. That's stupid. <laughs> I don't care. I'll fight anyone on that. But uh, they all split up to fight their counterparts. We do not fight anybody here. We only fight in video games. Okay. <laughs> you will take anybody on on a Mortal Kombat video game fight. Yeah, not in real life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I gotta protect the moneymaker here. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, we we you want to fast forward it right into so all this happens. You get Cole. Uh, Cole has to go back home because Raiden calls him a loser again, <laughs> and he's like, "Just go be with your family because you're useless." Just get out of here. Just yeah. So he goes home. Goro shows up, and Cole unlocks his powers. It's a sweet sweater vest, but it's made out of metal. <laughs> sweater vest. Yeah, and he, and he gets exactly these tomfas, and it's basically Black Panther's kinetic suit. So anytime he takes a hit, he can unleash it back. And yeah. I don't know. There's what, not what even much about, to say what, about this fight. What did you think about his fight with Goro? That was a waste. Well, first I was gonna ask you was what do you think about the CGI Goro? Like, what do you think? So much better than the first one. I I liked it. I'm not gonna nitpick was, on I, that. Yeah, it was it was fine. It was Goro was cool. Um, I would have loved to see more lighting because I couldn't even see half the half the figure of Goro, but I I guess that was maybe by design where they had to darken the the scene so they can have less CGI done, uh, yeah. or maybe not see the imperfections that they were having with Goro. But uh, yeah, no, it was a good scene. It was I'm surprised he didn't get killed in the beginning because Goro is a massive, you know, monster, and Cole was apparently able to absorb his fights. Uh, his punches and stuff. So I was just like really intrigued with that. And then Cole gets this weird uh, tech, whatever, you know, the his sweater tampas, that you call I guess, it. And a blade. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I was just like, this is all you guys can think of in a creative department. Like this is this is it. Uh, I would have preferred him to get more of like a metallic, a ninja outfit, right from head to toe. Would have mm-hmm. been nice because it's sort of paying homage to Sub Zero. Uh, sorry, Scorpion. Right. I would have loved to yeah. see a yellow. Oh, that would have made sense. Yeah, like an, a metallic outfit, face covered halfway, shoulder knee pads, and sh- you know chest armor. Something like that would have paid homage to his lineage. But this does not look like it paid homage to a lineage. In fact, I think it took it a step back, right? So it, it looked like he was more of insulting his lineage with this thing. I don't know what this was. But so that fight scene, whatever happens, um, he, you know, kills Goro. Unfortunately. And then, Man, what a yeah, waste. For, I know, right? I would have loved to see him battle another time. So then you have... Um, all these guys beat up their, you know, Sonya gets her, um, her blast cannons, whatever, what, what do you, what do you call like them? Sonic booms? Sonic, so, I don't yeah. know. She gets that finally. And then interesting thing is that she beats up Kano because Kano double crossed, right? So, you know, Kano, Kano basically, uh, Cabal convinced him to join their side and, you know, destroyed the, the shielding that was holding everybody safe and got all the bad guys in there. And then, so Sonia wants to go after him because he double crossed and she does end up beating him and automatically gets the Mortal Kombat tattoo transplanted onto her. Which yeah, I, she, I she still... originally wasn't allowed to participate because she yeah. wasn't a chosen one. Yeah, and then now she gets that thing. Now she's like, yeah, I got my passport. I'm good to go. So, yeah, that whole weird tattoo thing, I, that, I don't know. That's just If you want to fight, just my... fight. If you don't want to fight, then don't fight. Like these yeah. rules don't make sense. <laughs> I, I I don't know, because they brought her in. Why did they bring her in if she doesn't have a the tattoo? Well, why would Raiden accept her in there? Like they're I like you're allowed understand. to stay here, but you can't come into the training grounds. Like they were kind of offensive to her slightly, not a lot, but they're yeah. like, yeah, just don't get in the way. Sort of, they were nice to her at least, but yeah. So anyway, so we get to that uh, part and. Uh, they basically beat all the opponents that they were lined up with, except for Sub-Zero, who's the last one that they all want to sort of team up to beat, which I found it really weird how they all want to team up and fight this one person. Uh, is he that strong? I guess he is. So, But what happens is Raiden tries to teleport them, right? And before Cole can teleport, Sub-Zero knocks him out and then takes him into the warehouse. Or the gym where Cole was. Of all the places, it has to be the gym where Cole was from. And then f- frozen it. Did you find that weird? I didn't even realize it was that gym until you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was that gym. It was frozen and, and brought him in there. Like, out of all the places, I had to find that really weird. Why not Sub-Zero's own lair or something? Just, he has his own level in the game, so why not something like that, right? Yeah. It would have been cool to pay homage to Sub-Zero's uh, stage. So, Mr. Opportunity there. So, then Cole's fighting him, and then he's just getting destroyed. And then he grabs the blade of... Uh, what's his name? What is Subscorpion's real name? Oh, Hanzo. Hanzo. Hanzo, right? He yeah. grabs Hanzo's blade, and then all of a sudden, he appears behind them. And says, get over here. And then pulls him through, and has this epic fight with the two of them, leading to the point where he uses Scorpion's finisher and douses him with fire and melts him away. 
with a bit of a skeleton showing on the face, which I thought was pretty cool. Would have loved to see the whole face turn to skeleton, not to be honest with you. But um, yeah, so it ends like there. What did you think of that? Did you think it was an epic ending, or do you think it was sort of a like fizzled? Ending? I like the fight. I like the fight a lot. Um, it was revealed Cole was a descendant of Scorpion, yeah. basically. There's this the twist. Da da da. <laughs> Yeah, there's the answer. So okay, whatever, man. <laughs> just get out of the way and let these two fight, please. This is what I've been waiting. Yeah, no, for. like no, I, I really, it, it, I like the choreography a lot. Like, I'm not gonna, despite oh, yeah, what I'm saying, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna question any of the uh, actual fights because they were well done. Yeah, they were, they were well done. That, like I said in you know earlier, turn off the brain, watch this for action if you love you know, fights, uh, if you love, you know, ninjas, all these, you know, martial arts, then this is the movie that you should definitely check out because this, it, it does do those things. This movie was um, fun. It was absolutely fun. Like, despite yeah, the fact and, I'm laughing at it, I'm having fun yeah. laughing at it. And then when I'm and, not and, laughing, I'm watching a cool fight scene. That's a win for me. Yeah. Lots of blood, lots of gore. So it, it, it did all those things, uh, especially the, how Melina died. That was crazy. So... Yeah, it, it was good times in, in that aspect. But if you're looking for a compelling story that makes sense, yeah, this it's not happening here on this movie. It's uh, not happening at all. Uh, we'll see. I mean, the bummer part about all this is you don't even get a tournament. Yeah, this you is like the get... pre preliminaries. Yeah, this is a prequel. They've already mentioned that this is a prequel. They said this kind of lays the groundwork for the movies. And I can respect that. So I really wish they kind of, I guess they didn't want to say that because they didn't want people not to watch it. They were really scared that people might not watch this movie if they had said this is a sort of like a prequel to set up everything. Right. So I think they were worried about that. Yeah. Um, In a way, it's kind of a tournament because if you kill everyone on one side, they automatically lose. So I don't see the difference. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. <laughs> But it's not official. Deep, it's not official. Okay, in the, in the made up. It's not world. official. They ne they need to make it official. Anyway, so Raiden basically comes in the at the end there, and because uh, they try to go and kill them, and Raiden kind of banishes Shao Zeng, whatever Shao Zeng, whatever his name is, out of there, and basically says, "Okay, we got to go find more fighters." And then I'm like, "All right, okay, cool." I'm like, "Maybe they're gonna show somebody an end credit scene or something." All I get was a poster, albeit a poster that I like because it was who, D, our boy Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Who would be a good Johnny Cage? Hmm. I was thinking that's about the other day. Who that's would tough. Be a good Johnny Cage. I kind of like the original actor that played in the first one. Yeah. He was, he did a good job. Johnny Cage. Yeah, he he did a good job. I don't I'm know. Nobody to comes to mind. Tough. I don't know. I, I, my default is always Zac Efron, but he's getting kind of older now. So. <laughs> yeah, Zac Efron would be pretty good, but he's a little short, isn't he? Yeah. I don't know. Movie magic. Yeah, movie magic. I would have liked to see the uh, the guy who um, it was in uh, um, Old Carbon and in the um, the uh, what do you call it? Uh, movie rate, uh, TV show right now for all mankind. He's one of the head astronauts. Oh yeah. So I would like to see him. I think um, Tom Cruise in his prime 
You know when he has that big smile and that Tom Cruise Oh, yeah. Look? Hell, yeah. Yeah, Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he still looks to the part right he now. He could do it, in he my opinion. That guy doesn't age. Yeah. He just looks the same. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's your Mortal Kombat. I, I, we apologize for taking so long to go over this movie, but it is a pretty long movie. And uh, at the end of the day, what would you give it out of 10, D? I had fun. I'll give it a 6. Wow, 6. That doesn't sound like a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, they didn't tell a story, <laughs> so I'm basing it on fights. Okay, I w- I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a six point five. Okay. I, I think it was just below my seven mark. I can't give it a seven because seven. When I say seven, it's it's almost on the level of go see it. Uh, this is six point five. Go see it if you have nothing better to do. I, I obviously during a pandemic, you really don't have a whole lot to do, so you might as well go see it. Uh, yeah, six point five for my take. So, it's a good start to a prequel, and let's hope that part two really deliver- delivers. I'll be paying attention to that. We'll see what part two has in store. So, yeah, let's uh let's be optimistic because we do like this. Both of us love this franchise, so we do want to see more movies from this. So go support it if you are a fan of Mortal Kombat. I I don't think you'll be disappointed. I think you might have some questions but i don't think you'll be overall disappointed it does a good job of respecting some of the characters would you agree i agree all right okay so that wraps up our mortal Kombat uh review you can uh, also go to our uh, astonishing uh nr handle on twitter and instagram if you want to see um more pictures we do have uh, a seven minute clip from um, the Mortal Kombat beginning on our Instagram that you can go check out. For the first seven minutes, is there for you to check out it to see if you like it or not. So there's a great way to find out without spending any money to watch the streaming service if that's something that you'd like. So, all right, we'll, we'll finish off with our last topic here. It is the Xbox Series X. So I just recently got the Xbox for the first time um, I didn't. I skipped the initial pre-order time because I was getting a PS5. I've been happy with my PS5. I haven't played quite a lot of it, but I'm I'm happy to have it. I'm more of a Sony fanboy than I am an Xbox, but I had Xboxes in the past. I generally like to get all the consoles, so then I have an access to all the major titles. But you know, I didn't pick up the Xbox uh, on day one because. It's playable on PC, and I have a gaming PC, so I thought, you know what? I don't even need an Xbox. I could just play it on my gaming PC. But, it, you know, I I wanted to get an Xbox now because it's, it's, it's slim. I, I like the way it's shaped. It's pretty slim. It's a lot smaller than the PS5. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to get an Xbox just because I wanted to have... I don't want to have my PC attached to... You know, playing on my monitor is fine, but I like to play on my big screen TV, too. And, you know, with the Xbox Gaming Pass, it was very, very, um, you know, very interesting and very intriguing for me to go pick that up. So the Xbox Gaming Pass is a brilliant idea, and I think it's only going to get better. And I'm hoping Sony jumps on board and does their own version, because if they don't, they're missing out on a lot of money. It's sort of a Netflix, you know, type of monthly subscription where you have access to you know, about a hundred games and they kind of change the games or add more games every month. And there are some big hitters in here. EA is actually partnered up with Xbox 
and are providing a lot of EA sports titles like NHL, NFL, and um, MLB. Sorry, not MLB. Um, their uh, golf, what what have you. So they're bringing their big Madden. Sorry, that was the one I was thinking of, bringing into the four. And then you have other big companies bringing their games in there. For you know, they have FIFA as well. That's another big one. So right off the bat, that right there is, you know, value itself. Because if you were to buy two of those games, that would cost you in in Canadian dollars over a hundred and fifty dollars Canadian for two games, and for sixteen dollars a month, you can play all of these games. And you know, what if the game is not that great? Well, that's great because you only spend sixteen dollars. You didn't spend eighty five dollars to play it. So. I think it's great value, and that's the reason I picked it up. I I got to play around. I downloaded some games, and what crazy the crazy thing about it is this year, Sony has their own MLB The Show, which is exclusive to Sony, but for the very first time this year, they've brought it into the Xbox um, ecosystem, which is phenomenal. And Xbox actually got it uh, a couple of days before Sony people were able to buy theirs, which I believe is true. I'm not 100% sure. Somebody had told me that. So I found that very interesting. And you can play the game within the Game Pass, which is another $85 that you didn't have to spend. And if it wasn't that great or if you don't like baseball altogether, great. You didn't blow $85. For so me, for me, I think value is where it's at. If it wasn't for this Game Pass, I don't think I would have bought an Xbox because Sony's got a lot of exclusives. Yeah, and Xbox I was going to I was like, is there any exclusives that compelled you to get the Xbox at all? No, I, I am not a Halo fan. I'm not a Gears War fan. I'm not a Fable fan. Uh, I'm a fan of Forza, which is one of their exclusives, but not a huge fan where I need to have it. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't buy this console at all for its exclusive. I bought it for the Game Pass. If it wasn't for the Game Pass and the titles that it included in it, I would probably never buy this console, to be honest with you. This is where its value is. And I think Microsoft knows this. And I think Microsoft's only going to expand on this. They just recently allowed you to play online now for free. They're not even oh, charging good. you. They're not even charging you to play online. But they are going to charge you for the Xbox Game Pass. What is cool is for the first month, you only have to pay a dollar to check it out for a whole month. So right there in itself and you don't even need an xbox if you really want to you can just use your pc to play those games they have a console they have a console and a pc package as well on top of that so if you don't if you only have a uh, pc and you don't have a console and you don't care about cross platforming gaming then you only have to pay 11 dollars to play the games so which is even more value right there so because I have both, I just got the $16 package, and I'm talking about Canadian dollars here for anybody that's listening. Um, 16 bucks, I get to play on either uh, console or PC. Great value right there. It's awesome. And, yeah, the first month is $1. I've already, I already know that I want this because in the first day of just downloading some of these games, I'm like, this is awesome. This is so cool. Yeah. And I think it, it's going to get really good. So I, I definitely recommend picking it up if you... If you want to save a few bucks and play some titles, especially sports games. Is there anything you want to... You you don't have an Xbox yourself, right? No, I got one for my uncle. But that's a pretty in-depth review. I didn't know half of the stuff you said there. Like, I don't like that. <laughs> I knew bits and pieces of it. But it's cool that you got to dive into it a bit more and explain it to me. 
Yeah, definitely. Telford, who's one of, you know, one of our guys here and uh, anybody's listening, Telford actually tipped me off on it. He told me, he's like, Hey, go check out the game pass. He goes, that itself is value right there. He yeah. goes, Whether you buy the Xbox or not. So, you know, I did some research and I found out, I'm like, Oh, this is very interesting for this price point. But uh, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, if you value playing sports games and you think that, you know, you don't want to go spend all that money to buy these games, Xbox game pass is the way to go. And i like I said, Sony better get on this real quick because it's gaining momentum. People are starting to recognize and remember and understand the value here and it's taking off. It hasn't hit it. I, I think Xbox game pass hasn't really hit mainstream just yet. I think a lot of people know about it in the gaming industry, but in terms of like casual gamers, I don't think it's really been hit to them. I think Microsoft needs to advertise more this game pass, which I don't understand why they're not doing. They need to advertise way more to get these casual gamers. And I think if they do that, Sony's going to be forced to go and bring something of their own or their own version, because they're going to steal a lot of, you know, gamers onto their side. I, and and it's just, I just think that Sony's, you know, if they do something like this, they can stand to make a lot of money because they do have a lot of exclusives and exclusives is what gets people to your, to buy your console. They need to fix uh, PlayStation now. Yeah, that's uh, I don't know why they never want to decide to throw money into that thing. Uh, that's been a problematic thing from day one. They've never got it right from day one. They always had issues with PlayStation now going down for days, being hacked, all kinds of issues. I, I don't know why. But with Xbox on, uh, online, you know, I remember from the beginning when they started this online Xbox, they've always done a great job with their online experience. But yeah, definitely worth picking up an Xbox Series X. I recommend it, even though I've only played it a couple of days. With all of what I've said, I definitely recommend you, if you're a gamer and you want a variety of options, go definitely check it out. Um, was there anything else you wanted to add, D, before we wrap it up? Nope, I'm just a spectator in that. And any question <laughs> I had, you answered, so cool. So uh, are you going to go pick up an Xbox? <laughs> I'll watch you play it. <laughs> Oh come on! You, you, maybe you, maybe well, you when can, I get a little more money, I'll buy. No, one. when you you can come to the office and check out the one we got there. Yeah, there so, you go. Yeah. Um. All right. Okay. Well, uh, that is the end of our show. I do want to make sure to remind everybody to check out our YouTube channel, uh, Astonishing News and Reviews. We do a lot of uh, action figure reviews. Please go to our social media, uh, Astonishing NR on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us there. Uh, let us know um, your thoughts and opinions on anything we do, uh, whether it be the YouTube channel or whatever we post on there on our social media and our podcast. Let us know. Like, is there topics that you would love to get us uh, to talk about? We'll do that for sure. We'd love to hear. Engagement is important to us, so we'd love to hear from you guys. So with that being said, uh, wherever you are around the world or the universe, have yourself a good morning, a good day, and a good night. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. See ya. Get over here.